Holland Herald. Uh, I have a, the privilege this morning of introducing a guest speaker uh, from Gideon's International. Uh, we normally think of Gideon's, we think about Bibles and hotels, don't we? But it's actually much, much more than that, and I'd like to introduce Don Moore to tell us more about it. How could God love me? I'm a thief. I'm a drug addict. I was trying to steal your candle. Those are the words that Gideon Rick McKay heard when he went to Italy to give out Bibles. Now, Rick's uh, Gideon from Indiana, and he gets the opportunity to go to Italy, and he's in Bologna, Italy. And as a southern guy, you know, that's baloney, but that's Bologna, Italy. And he's... You go to different places to give out Bibles. Can you hold the microphone higher, please? <laughs> there you go, right here. <laughs> okay. They, they, you have to have permission to, to go into a hospital and give out Bibles. You have to have permission to go to a school and give out Bibles. So they had received all that permission, and now they were giving out Bibles, but there's one place you always go, and that's just giving out Bibles on the street. So Rick's on the uh, street giving out these Bibles, and a street thief sees him. And there's, if you go to Italy, you're going to take your camera, and there's a camera kind of half in and half out of his pocket. And the street thief says, I think I'll just slide up to that guy and get that camera. So uh, right about the time he's uh, going to get the camera, Rick turns and hands him <laughs> a Bible. And the uh, street thief says, who are you and what's this book? Now, if you're a born-again Christian, if you're filled with the Spirit, if you've gone to Italy to give out Bibles and hopefully lead people to Jesus Christ, this is an open door. So Rick, <laughs> Rick jumped right in and started. Uh, and if, if you have one of these uh, uh, Bibles, they're so great. The, the back is just the Romans road, the plan of salvation. God loves you. And, and that's, that's where Rick started. You know, so there, there is a God, and God loves you. And, and, and sin has come into the world and separated us from God. And then that, that great, great verse, for God so loved the world, he gave, the, he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So that's when the street thief says, how could God love me? I'm a thief. I'm a drug addict. I was trying to, to steal your camera. And Rick said, you must not have been listening to what I just said. Uh, God, God's not judging us on a scale here, bad sin, good sin, it's all sin. He said, brother, I sin, you sin. We get up the next morning and pray that God will forgive us, and he will, because we have that faith. And right there, Rick leads this guy to, uh, to salvation. They hug glory. And uh, says, I'll see you in heaven. And uh, God does have a sense of humor. That street thief's name, Emmanuel, God with us. So uh, you've, you've heard about uh, Gideons and, and how they came to be. And it, this goes back to before cars. We're in the 1890s, and men are traveling around, businessmen, and uh, they're in Bosco Bell, Wisconsin. Now, uh, I'm, I'm, again, I've 
told you, I'm a guy from the South, and people, they tell me Wisconsin's in the U.S., and if, if anybody's here from Wisconsin, I do not mean to offend you, but I, I've seen them on TV, and they've got blocks of cheese on their head. And anyway, these, this is 1890s, two guys, they get to a hotel, there's one room with two beds, and they say, I, I don't know him, he doesn't know me, we don't care, we just want a place to sleep. So they go in there, and it's Samuel Hill and John Nicholson, and, and Samuel Hill gets out a Bible and starts reading it. John Nicholson says, hey, I see you're a Christian. Samuel Hill says, yes, I made a promise to my mother. So there, there's a lot about the, this being a men's ministry and our wives, but it was a man's promise to his mother. I will read the Bible every day, and I will pray every day. So they had a little devotional right there. It says, I'm a Christian too. And, and they said, wouldn't it be neat if there was a Bible up at the front desk so that people coming through could get the Bible? Well, there's a local Tri-County Ministerial Association, and they hear about it and says, you boys aren't thinking big enough. We're going to take up a collection at our church. We'll give you the money. You get buy some Bibles and go out there and put them in the motels, put them at the desk, put them in the rooms, put them at wherever you can think of. And that's how the church and the Gideons came together. And it was about maybe 1920 when the first one million Bible was distributed. God has a special timing in uh, 2001, a pretty scary year. Uh, we, we reached the first one billion with a B. Now, they tell me that's a thousand million Bibles, and that my, I don't do math, so y'all figure it out. But that's a lot of Bibles. So it took about 93 to get to the first 1 billion. 2015, the second billion. So this isn't a ministry that's dropping off. It's going right off. Why? Because God says, my word is going to every nation, every kindred, every tongue, every tribe. We were in Sunday school this morning talking about seeing the fulfillment of times. Well, that, that's a fulfillment. I, I do not mean to belittle, belittle my Lord and Savior, but I imagine these guys walking around with robes on, sandals, and a donkey and saying, my word is going to every nation, kindred, tongue, and tribe. Going, yeah, sure, whatever you say. But we, by satellite and everything, the Gideons are in 200 countries. Now, you go home and Google that, and you're going to say, well, there aren't 200 countries. Well, if you principalities and and and, and nations, whatever you want to call them, of less than 10,000, 200 countries around the world where the Gideons are and we're distributing Bibles. Uh, I wish you could uh, see this picture. It's a, a group of kids from Colombia, South America, and it says, and this is kind of like one of those Rick McKay distributions I told you about at first. It says, by the end of two weeks, and in my book, that's 14 days, the 23 men, and these are guys from other countries that went to Colombia, South America, and the local Gideons there in Colombia, they gave out 1.1 million Bibles. Explain that to me. I, I, I stand up in front of churches and show that because I went to the Dominican Republic in, in 2001 myself before the Twin Towers thing. And, and we, in five days, we gave out 154,000 Bibles, and it, that was 15 years ago. I was a younger man there, and that about took all I had. But we were in a church, in, in a school, and whew, I'm crying now. And we were giving out Bibles, and it was a great time. I mean, we, the kids were just so excited and, and so 
orderly and, and thank and gracias, Senor, gracias. And we there was a little girl about the size of my granddaughter, and we ran out of Bibles. And she's crying, Por favor, Senor, una Biblia. And I cried. And that will stick with you. There people in the world, how many Bibles do you have in your in your room, in your house? I don't know. The Gideon sent this out, and it said, if your daily income were $3.92, daily income, $3.92, would you choose the bowl of rice or the Bible? Well, you'd choose the bowl of rice or you'd die. $3.92 a day. And then in the sm small print, it says, in 48 of the 200 countries where the Gideons are, 48 countries, not 48 families, 48 countries, $3.92 is the average daily income. There are people around the world that want these Bibles, need these Bibles, and we need to get these Bibles to them. If you went to Art in the Park uh, over in uh, Jefferson at the Hurricane Shoals Park, uh, the Gideons gave out about 800 of these last year. We go down to uh, UGA every October, and we're there at 6 o'clock in the morning. We have breakfast, and then uh, we go out, and by noon, we're gone. Uh, we, we, give, we give them out as quickly as possible, and we give out about 10,000 of these at UGA uh, every year. Uh, that doesn't include North Georgia at Gainesville and Statesboro and Georgia Tech and whatever school you can think of. And uh, it's $1.25 to print and distribute that little testament. It's got the plan of salvation in the back. And in the front, it's got helps if you're depressed, if you're hurting, if you're lonely, uh, scriptures to look up. It, it's, it's a wonderful uh, tool to have. And here comes, okay, how long is the lawyer going to stand up there until he mentions it, the money? There, here comes the money. The dollar twenty-five for uh, the Testament and for this Bible. And, you know, I'm not even going to get into any salvation stories about the, this Bible in hotels, but you've heard them. You know about people going to a, a hotel, a husband with uh, a woman that's not his wife or a, a wife there uh, with somebody that's not her husband, and they, they just see the book. They don't read it. They just go, oh, boy, I don't need to be here, and out the door they go. People go into hotels to kill themselves. The salvation is just from, from that word of God. We have a home office in Nashville. The, the dues we pay pays for, for every employee, every light bill, every tax, none of the money that you give goes to any of that. Our, our dues pay for all of that. A hundred percent, not 90 percent, a hundred percent of the money you give goes to the purchase and placement of Bibles around the world. Um, if you've been in a hospital and seen these white testaments, our wives, the auxiliary members, give these white testaments out to the nurses and doctors there. Um, back to the times that we're living in. I'm a guy from the 70s. Uh, Russia was the bad guys, and we were the good, uh, godly people. The wall comes down, and, and, and they can't get enough Bibles. Please send us more Bibles. Send us more Bibles. And say, okay, God, you're pretty good. You can get into to, to Russia, but not China. Well, here's Franklin Graham, and anybody who knows anything about uh, Samaritan's Purse, uh, this is his publication. The next day, I was... Uh, invited to speak to the Bethel Church, the second largest congregation in China. This is a communist China. In China, 
where 8,000 people gathered to hear the gospel and hundreds made decisions for Christ. Uh, the, the Chinese are so confused. You, you read over here in this part of the country, they're shutting down the home churches, and over here they're letting Franklin Graham come in and, and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, uh, Afghanistan, Iran. Now, this is, a, um, uh, this is Iraq, and that is one of Saddam Hussein's buildings. It used to be one of his buildings, and on the, cross, on the top is the cross of Jesus Christ, and that is, in Arabic, the writing, Jesus is the light of the world. What are we doing in, in Iraq? We can have all these political questions, I don't know, but there's 25 million people there, and there's 25, people, 25 million people that need a Bible in their language. Coca-Cola says they want to give the world a Coke, we just want to give the world a Bible in their own language. Uh, now, uh, uh, everybody's always fighting against the church. Here, I'll close with this. Um, at the turn of the third century, the Roman Emperor Diocletian had a metal stamped, which was inscribed with the, the boast, the Christian religion is destroyed. Um, during the, uh, our American Revolution, the French Revolution was going on, and Mr. Voltaire was leading the French Revolution. He was quite an atheist, and he said, uh, uh, we will eradicate the Bible from the minds of the people. Mr. Voltaire further said, a hundred years after I am dead, the Bible and Christianity will be extinct on planet Earth. Well, Mr. Voltaire was laid in some grave somewhere, and the Geneva Bible Society came and bought his house, got his house, the very printing presses that he had used for his uh, let's get rid of Christianity were then used to print Bibles. Uh, God marches on. Uh, we, you have Hitler, Stalin, Chairman Mao, these, uh, the, 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 this Muslim thing. Uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ will never be shaken. So the, the, the Great Commission says, uh, and where are we? We're in, we're in Matthew. Ma uh, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Go to all nations. And that's what the Gideon ministry does with your help. We're so thankful for, that for this church and how these churches support the Gideon ministry. Couldn't do it without the churches. We meet, the Gideons meet every Saturday at the Jefferson House uh, on 129 in, in, in Jefferson. We meet at 7 o'clock in the morning. We read scripture. We pray because without prayer, this would never work. Two guys in a hotel in Wisconsin could not put this together. God is in this. So we pray and we, and we go on our way. And uh, I'll be standing at the back. And if you want to make a contribution to the Gideon ministry, we would greatly appreciate it. And if you make a check, it's just to the Gideons. And God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm.